We uh, ask people to be very careful about believing what they see. A lot of people say seeing is believing, and I tend to say believing is seeing. Mm -hmm. Because if you believe that you're seeing a real website or a real email address, then that's what you'll say, you'll see. Mm -hmm. So be more cautious. Um, website names can look very similar to a website you're used to. The same goes for uh, email addresses. They're just changing one or two letters, just changing it just enough so that you think you're on the site, but you're not, or that you're getting that email that's legitimate, but it's not. We are looking forward our way from Studio C in the 511 Studios. We're in the Brewery District, just south of downtown Columbus, Ohio. Hi, this is Brett. Carol and I have discussed this topic in the past. However, since it is literally spiraling out of control, we thought it would be a good time to review the issue. We're talking about scams and how we're affected by those trying to fraudulently take our finances and really ultimately our self-esteem. Right. Right. Yep. You know, Brett, we it, I don't think we could say enough about this. Yeah. And we just wanted to make sure that we brought to our listeners an incredible resource. Today's guest is Lee Ann Lanigan, who is the Director of Consumer Relations and Investigations for the Better Business Bureau serving Central Ohio. Lee Ann, thank you so much for coming to see us today. Hello. So before we dive into this, um, let's hear more about you. You know, Give us some of your background and how you joined the BBB. Thank you for inviting me. I'm a certified legal assistant, and I've been with the Better Business Bureau for 22 years, and I'm ready to talk scams. Oh, my gosh. After 22 years, it's you probably— It's been bottled up in her for this I, long. She's ready to go. I, I'm thinking she we, we could be here all day listening to stories, right? Great. Oh, Great. gosh. <laughs> I have a— Bachelor's from Otterbein College. <gasps> See, I knew we knew each other, Leanne. <laughs> We're both from Otterbein. This is going to drive Brett crazy. She knew that already, and she was just pulling it out of you. No, 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 no. And my certified legal assistant degree is from Capital University Law School. Oh, my gosh. And I have um, many library science courses from Ohio Dominican University. Wonderful. Wonderful. You know, Leanne, we had this joke. Um, Brett went to Miami, and he has not been able to convince anybody except one person from Miami to join us on a podcast where I have Otterbein and Ohio State folks here all the time. So ha, ha, ha. go Cardinals. <laughs> go Cardinals. Yes, yes. Um, so, Leanne, now the Better Business Bureau has a longstanding reputation in our community. Tell us about the mission of the Better Business Bureau. So the BBB's mission is to be the leader in advancing marketplace trust. And we do this by setting standards for marketplace trust encouraging and supporting best practices by engaging with and educating consumers and businesses. We celebrate marketplace role models through our Center for Character Ethics, our Laws of Life, which is a student essay contest focusing on life laws to live by. Um, and that is uh, uh, for middle schoolers, and we give scholarships. So the Spark Award celebrates new businesses where the entrepreneurs are 35 years and younger. And then we have the Torch Awards, which are for businesses who maintain high standards of character, culture, customers, and community. Um, some of the other things we do is we call out and address substandard marketplace behavior, and we do that um, 
through our uh, press releases. Uh, mostly you'll see it right in the BBB business profile for the business. We'll tell the consumers up front if we see a pattern of behavior, it may be failure to deliver, it may, may be misleading and deceptive sales practices, but we'll, we'll put that right in their business profile. Um, we serve consumers by building trust, and trust is a function of two primary factors, integrity and performance. And we ask consumers to always look for the sign of a better business, and that is the BBB Torch logo. Mm -hmm. And many businesses will have it um, as a sticker on their window. It could be on their contract. It might be in their email. You may find the dynamic seal, the BBB's logo, which is on a website or a Facebook page and clicks through directly to their BBB business profile so you can read more about the business there. Well, I, and to go back to, to what Leanne just said, too, when you're talking about those profiles of businesses, you know, for folks who have are trying to find a construction company, remodeler, uh, whatever, the vendor they're looking for, this is a great place to start. So we haven't even gotten to the point of scams yet. We're talking about when you're looking at businesses that you want to do business with, this is a great place because those profiles are really good. When the tree branch falls in the yard, right? when the basement is full of water, yes. when you want to add a deck, when you want to buy a car, when you want to pick an insurance agent. Find a mover. If you oh. want to find a mover, right. if you want to find uh, any thing across the spectrum of consumer services, we always suggest you start with bbb.org. The service is free. Consumers are, you, you go to the website, you read the business profile. It will tell you on the business profile whether or not the business is accredited. Mm -hmm. It will explain why each business has the rating that it has. It will give you the business start date. It will give you owner's names. It should give you Emails, phone numbers, doesn't websites, it, Facebooks. It also notes if there's been complaints. We will publish right. any complaints that have we have received and have closed, and we will also publish customer reviews. Right. So customers can go to the website of anyone who's done work for them or that they've purchased from, that they've had a marketplace interaction with, and they can click to file a customer review. And the customer review can be positive. It can be neutral, it can be negative, but it's, but it's just an honest opinion of how it went when you worked with the right. business. And it's free. And That's, it's free. It, it, this is not a membership that and, you're paying and for. And it's not blind. Mm -hmm. We share that customer review with the business. We say, this is what your customer said to us about you. And we give them 72 hours that they can go in and they can write a reply to it. They can say, thank you so much. It meant a lot to us that you chose our business. We appreciate the positive feedback. Or we appreciate you taking the time to give us a good review. Mm -hmm. They can say something like, oh, my gosh, we had no idea. Mm -hmm. Our customer service team is reaching out to you to resolve this immediately. And then that gets published. Whatever the business comment is, it gets published along with the customer's review. So that the next person who pulls up that business profile they can see um, this customer wrote a bad review and the business looks like they responded to it and got on it right away. 
they can also see if a complaint was filed. This is what the complaint was, and they can see how the business responded to it. So often we tell customers, while they're always looking for, I want someone with no complaints, we're like, you want someone who responds well to a customer who's having an issue. There's no perfect There's no perfect business. There's yeah. no perfect Never. business. There's and always a mistake someplace. Sure. Yeah. sure. And, and you, you're looking for, if I have a problem, how will I be treated? Right. Mm-hmm. Respectfully, professionally, and will mm-hmm. they take care of it? Right. And, and if the answer is yes, if that's how, when you're reading that complaint, then that's a good thing for you to know as a customer. Right. 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 Exactly. Well, the Better Business Bureau has protected individuals from various issues. We always think of the contract signed for the home renovation, and then the contractor never shows up. Uh, but the BBB has dramatically increased their efforts in helping uh, to avoid scams, all of us to, to avoid scams. Can you give us an overview of how the BBB got into tracking and fighting against scammers? So the BBB was founded in 1912 to promote honest advertising. And a lot of people don't know that that's the foundation of the BBB. And in 2015, we woke up to the fact that we are in the business of businesses. And our population, the people that we serve, are being bombarded by scams. We don't have a place for scams. Target stepped in, and they gave us grant money, and they said, create a place for scams. And it's called BBB Scam Tracker. And in 2021, the BBB Institute partnered with Amazon and Capital One to expand the impact of the platform and to make that scam tracker tool more robust. And consumers can find scam tracker at bbb.org backslash scam tracker, or they can use their internet search and write BBB scam tracker, and that will get them there too. The scam tracker gives uh, consumers an opportunity to read the scams which have been reported as well as report their own experiences. Okay. You, you know, I think the sometimes um, folks don't realize scams can come in so many different ways. There are financial scams, personal scams, employment scams. Oh, yeah, you can work for me, send me $20, and I'll send you the stuff kind of thing. What are the most common types of scams that are occurring here in our region and can you give us some situations of what that you've heard from clients recently? So in central Ohio, um, in 2022, we received 594 scam tracker reports. And we always look at that as the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. That's just 594 people over a year who took the time to, came to, to come to BBB Scam Tracker and report their experience, for which we are grateful. And here's kind of the astounding thing, of the 594 people, they lost $350,000. The top 10 scams that we saw here in Central Ohio were online purchases, phishing scams, sweepstakes, employment, government grants, phony debt collectors, advanced fee loans, tech support, credit card, and counterfeit products. Nationally, the BBB Scam Tracker received over 40,000 reports, and their top 10 were similar but a shade different, online purchases, employment, cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. home improvement, advanced fee loans, investments, romance, government, phishing, and tech support. Um, so we're less romantic here we're, in central Ohio. <laughs> oh, 
or we're shy or about. We're sh- or we're sh- it's true. God, fessing Sam did up. Didn't report it. Good point. Did get fessed up. That's a good point. Okay. 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 That's good. So the biggest dollar loss we had last year, um, it did involve uh, a, an individual move their retirement account money into a cryptocurrency account. She lost her her savings of two hundred thousand oh, dollars. So that's really what. So if you took her out of the equation, that was one hundred fifty thousand among the other five hundred ninety three yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, the top means where where consumers are getting scammed the most locally and nationally is is on the website because everybody's shopping online. Twenty six percent of the consumers who reported to us said that they did lose money. Um, nationally and locally, more women report than men. It's like uh, 70-30. Really? Interesting. And 38% of the people who reported scams to us were over the age of 65. That's critical. So do you think that that more women are, are being counted because women tend to tell their story and men sit back and say, oops, and don't tell anyone. I, I think that, yeah, that we're we're more likely to get out there and beat the bushes and try to you if, know figure it out. If you're already online shopping and you're already online engaged, perhaps on Facebook with grandchildren, um, perhaps you're on a, a, a marketplace kind of website mm-hmm. anyway. And you get scammed. I think it's you're easier to just do another mouse click, find BBB, and report it. So it's not always easy to detect when someone's being scammed. Can we provide uh, some warning signs that individuals should be aware as they indicate they or someone they know are being scammed? And I realize it's probably a million answers to this, but maybe some generality, general uh, it, this and this and this are kind of common themes. I'm going to try to unpack that. Yeah. <laughs> When should you suspect someone is being scammed? So what the people who have reported to us are telling us that um, people who reported losing money three or more times, I've been scammed three or more times, are more likely to say that they panic during stressful situations, that they felt some financial stress, hard-pressed during the past year, and they are more isolated, meaning that they live alone or they have fewer friends, than those who reported that they didn't lose money to the scam or that they have only lost money once or twice. So withdrawal from family and friends, multiple financial withdrawals, purchasing unusual amounts of gift cards at a time, falling behind in bills and other necessary payments, there's a sudden lack of necessities, there's a change in the appearance or the demeanor, and they're evading direct questions. Many victims are reluctant to share their situation, and oftentimes they feel ashamed. And all the while, they're hoping they might recover the sunk losses with a quick fix, and this does nothing but dig them deeper. And we, BBB always tells people there's no reason to feel shame. Anyone can be easily scammed. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't feel ashamed if someone stole your wallet, if someone stole your purse. This is no different. They just did it virtually instead of an actual physical altercation, snatch and grab. Right. Yeah. So 
There are lots of people in the community who we look to to help us watch for scam victims. Uh, Bank tellers are taught the signs. Social workers, retirement facility staff will flag and intercept scams for their consumers. Often grocery and pharmacy checkout clerks are taught to question peculiar purchases, especially the hundreds in gift cards at one time. Mm -hmm. And this can be especially helpful when there's community around these places where people know the usual habits of somebody and they can spot anomalies. And then we move to the second part, which was the scam warning signs. And many people have told BBB they did not get scammed because they had heard about the scheme. So let's review some red flags. Sketchy information, which includes imposter websites, emails, unsolicited emails, unsolicited texts, any high-pressure tactics. And these can be, you know, not just in-person high-pressure tactics. These can be through a text or through an email. Simple as simple as final warning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where it's like, where did I miss the other warnings? It's like, come on. Your yeah. account will be yeah, exactly. charged, you know, exactly. if we do not hear from you within the next yeah. hour, that yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Unusual methods of payments and repeated requests for unusual reasons to pay again. Unrealistic result promises, too good to be true deals. Information requests that are unsolicited and not directly originating by the consumer themselves. We're, we're always telling people, if you didn't ask for a call from this place, be very suspicious that they're reaching out to you. Right. Yeah. You, you know, when, it, when we would have older adults come to us looking for work, you could kind of see if they were in a panic, needing extra cash very quickly, and would come in and say, I need to go to work tomorrow. I need that, you know, then you start asking them questions and you start wondering, okay, were they scammed? Did somebody take money? Is there a is there a relative taking money from them? Those kinds of things. So for listeners who have particularly older adults that they are connected to, parents, older aunts and uncles, grandparents, and, and if somebody's ask, acting peculiar, don't assume it's just they're old and they have Alzheimer's. There really could be something behind their behavior that's critical that you look into. Okay, so um, Leanne, we all complain about spam phone calls, and, and I always sort of laugh when people answer spam phone calls. <laughs> I'm like, that's what boggles my mind too. So, are you Why? that? Don't. Yeah. <laughs> it says potential spam on your phone. Yeah, Don't. right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So do scams usually start with a phone call or have other methods become more predominant? Um, and what what can we all, all of us, particularly seniors, do about getting rid of those pesky phone calls? So what we have found in, in talking to the consumers who call us and, and want to re- report a spam phone call or say to us, um, I keep getting these phone calls, and, and I it's a waste of my time to walk across the room and answer it, or or I've, I've, I'm ill and I need my rest, things like that. Mm-hmm. And we say to them, you know, why are you not letting these calls go to your voicemail? Do you not have a voicemail? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do, you, do you not have a, a thing on your, your television that tells you when an incoming call is a spammer or a scammer? And they They say we simply can't take a chance because our doctor's offices 
have so many phone numbers, and I'm never sure mm. if it's the MRI or if it's the breathing test yeah, or if true. it's the psych evaluation. It seems like in our medicine these days, mm -hmm. it's all become more complicating. It's no longer that you're, you know, doctor general practitioner his name appears in your caller id and you always know it's him because he's referred you to a specialist who's referred you out for some testing and it goes on and on and these people are just deathly afraid that they're going to miss a very important phone call and i feel for them when they say calling those numbers back and getting somebody to answer the phone mm -hmm. is an ordeal so we try to be like very soft about people who are still answering their phones, even though we're saying don't, because I'm sure you guys recognize that, that yeah, there's going to be circumstances where yeah. people are, are just going to have to answer their phone. And we still um, encourage consumers to register their phone numbers with the national do not call list. And you can call one 382 1222 or you can register that phone number or phone numbers online at donotcall.gov. But scammers use the internet to make calls from all over the world, and they don't care if you're on the national Do Not Call registry. And that's why your best defense against the unwanted calls is call blocking or call labeling. To stop unwanted calls on a cell phone, you have to see what built-in features your phone has See what call blocking and call labeling services your carrier offers. Then you may want to download a call blocking app. Now, some of the apps are free and others may charge a monthly fee. But even the ones that charge a monthly fee, we have seen them to be minuscule fees. We're not talking call blocking you for 30 a month. We're like talking call blocking you for a dollar a month. And we have found that People are so relieved mm. to find out that it's so inexpensive and it would be so worth it to them to, to use the call blocking feature. Um, some apps will access your contacts. Sometimes the app will stop the call. Others have it ring silently and others have it go straight to voicemail. It's the same steps if you have a landline, but it differs depending upon whether you have a traditional landline or you have internet or VoIP, voice over internet protocol provider, but you're gonna use the same steps. Places to report scam calls, spam calls, is of course BBB Scam Tracker. Uh, Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost's office created a robo call enforcement unit, and you can call his office at 1-800-282 0515. You can report calls online at donotcall.gov or by calling 888-382-1222 or you can report them online at reportfraud.ftc.gov. Yeah. Plenty of places to tell your story, you know, or at least to, and get maybe possibly get more information while you're telling your story as well too, that you're not alone. You know, alone. one thing that, it, and this would be to take planning and thought ahead of time. But um, if somebody only has a landline right now and they intend to get a like a cell phone for older adults, I, I, there are a couple of companies, I think 
um, AARP sponsors a phone that you can get, and it's for minimum minutes and all, to think in terms of if I'm giving my number out to a doctor or medical person, give them one particular number and nobody else. So you know if somebody's calling on that phone, that's who it is. Um, And then hopefully all the spam comes someplace else. I'm not sure if it'll work, and I'm not sure... I, I have friends who have said, "Oh, I, you know, if it if I'm get have to give out my phone number, I always give my home phone number, and then basically ignore what's coming through because it's all junk, mm-hmm. not just spams, but just but solicitations, um, and then important calls that they n- need to definitely talk to somebody. They give those out to the doctor's offices or the school, your, their kid's school, or or whatever. So kind of think in terms of not always giving both of your phone numbers out, but giving out a phone number for a particular reason right so i feel like i you know and, and i'll get the spam calls or potential spam and um it feels kind of satisfying when you hit that phone number swipe left or right whatever and then it says you know report junk or you know block thinking yeah <laughs> there's is. something a little satisfying oh, yeah, about blocking and i know blocking. it's a robo call mm-hmm. no calling in on a different number but it is a little satisfying at least to, that the smartphone is getting smart about that number at least that number is never going to come through again because i told it not to go Right. It, it is kind of satisfying. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then you get option. and then you get a call five minutes later from the same person at another number. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Wow. Well, the BBB has developed new resources that we can utilize to protect ourselves. And, and, and you mentioned Scam Tracker. Can you talk a little bit more about that where individuals who are scammed or believe they were scammed can submit information that's open to the public? I mean, how does it work? I know they can go to the BBB.org backslash scam trackers you mentioned, but can you walk kind of through the process of how that, what they'll see when they go? So the scam tracker gives, once you're on the site, it gives consumers an opportunity to read the scams which have been reported as well as report their own experience. So once you're on the page, that's the first thing it asks you. It says, do you want to report a scam? Do you want to read about scams? And if you say, I want to report about scams, takes you immediately to a very simple online form that asks you to give us as much or as little information as you have about the scammer. And there's a paragraph or a block, a big block, where you can actually write in and say, yesterday I received a call from or I received a text from. It asked me to do A, B, and C. I did A. Uh, you know, and from there it escalated. You, They may say that, um, the caller told them that they had won a prize, that there were fees to pay. This caller told them to verify their legitimacy by calling their supervisor back at a different number. And, of course, that phone number is answered by the name of the prize company, whatever that is. And that person says um, that, yes, we, I'm verifying that you've won. And, yes, there is a fee. And, if you uh, pay the fee, then we can have your prize delivered in person by FedEx tomorrow at noon, and your vehicle will be delivered on a truck, you know, and it will pull up in front of your house. This person is going to be very persuasive. This person is going to be very professional. They're going to ask you things like, did you want to keep it private? Do you want it to be publicized? Do you um, have any plans for the money? Are you excited about winning? Um, they may, you know, 
let's throw God under the bus. They'll say, oh, your prayers have been answered. Oh, the blessings are raining upon you. God has answered your prayers. And the more they're having this conversation, the more the listener feels engaged and feels heard and feels like this is so real. And so the next thing when they say, now to pay the fee, we'd like you to buy a gift card. And I see you live in whatever suburb you live in, city you live in. There's a pharmacy around the corner. You can go there and buy, and they want a brand name gift card. And I'm going to stay with you on the phone. I don't want you to ever feel alone or afraid or have a question. So listen to me on the phone and don't talk to the clerk. (laughs) They will stay on the phone with them through the whole, they'll say, can you go right now? Can you go right now? They'll get in, they'll, they'll be on the phone while they're in the car. They'll stay on the phone. They'll be on the phone when they're standing in front of the clerk giving the thing. And they'll say, okay, now the, now the, the clerk is going to, um, there's going to, screen's going to come up and it's going to say, do you know about gift card scams? And I want you to say, yeah, you know about gift card scams and this isn't one of them because you've won the prize, remember? So this isn't a scam. So the people agree that they understand that gift cards are not refundable, that nobody can get your money back, that they're often used in scams. They click yes, they understand all of that. They make the purchase and the person says, okay, are you back in your car? Yes, I am. All right. So take out your cell phone away from me right now, and I want you to take a picture of the front of it, take the picture, and send it to me, and they text it to them, and now scratch off the security number, and they scratch it off. Now take a picture where you've scratched off the security number, Scratch. take the picture, they say, now read me the security number, and they read it to them, and they say, now this is fantastic. Your, your prize money is on your way. We'll be calling you back in a half hour to let you know. You head home right now. Okay, so the person goes home. There's no prize. You know, hours pass. Days pass. The noon deadline passes. At this point, they may go to BBB.org, go to Scam Tracker, say, I want to read about scams. And they'll put in the name of the prize company, and they'll see how many people this happened to. They may put in a keyword search like gift card. They may put in a keyword search like scratch, like security. If they're talking to a specific person who said that their name was um, Shavana Evans, they may put Shavana Evans in there to see if there is Anybody else has had an interaction with somebody with that name? Because we want to have as many key words, make it as easy for the person looking to match it to somebody else's experience so they can see. And at that point, they're like, oh, okay, so I'm out the 250, it's gone. And they go, at the bottom of the read about scam, it says, do you want to report a scam? Click report a scam, come back, Hmm. fill out the online form. Some people get the follow-up phone call that says, so about your prize, we were totally wrong. You didn't win $800,000. You were actually the first place winner and you won a million five or you won two million and we're upgrading you from the 
2022 Mercedes-Benz, and now you're getting a 2023 Lexus. But there's a fee with that. <laughs> so you'll have to go back, and the process repeats itself because now there's more at stake. And anybody who argues with them and says, no, I lost 250 I can't afford to lose anymore. And they would say, wait a minute, you, can, you can't afford to lose 250 but you can afford to lose $1.5 million and a Lexus? That you can afford to lose, but not the two fifty. Am I hearing you right? And at that point, they're, they're sucked right back in. They say, we want to give you this. Why are you not letting us give you this? And it, the process starts over again, back to the pharmacy they go. If the clerk, God bless them one and all, recognizes them and says, I feel, even though you're telling me nothing's going on, I feel like something's going on. So I'm not going to sell you the gift card today. The, the person on the phone is not detoured. They say, there's other pharmacies, other stores you can go to. And they are like on Google Map telling these people where to go. They say, I see so-and-so close by. And if they say to them, if they ask for a specific gift card, if the consumer says, they're out of that gift card. I can't get it. They say, well, can you get us this one? Can you get us that one? And they'll choose other gift cards that they know may be available. And they, and it's like a whole conversation. And never does the person say to themselves, why am I paying with a Sephora gift card for a prize? Like the kind of gift card doesn't register to them that it's odd um, they, they, they love Steam cards. They love Google Play cards. They love Apple cards. Target is super popular. Um, you know, and, and recently we've been seeing Sephora come into the mix and some of the other designer cards. And it, the person who is buying the card, it never seems to, they're so involved in, in it they're so far deep in it that they never say to themselves it seems very odd that a business wants me to pay them with a gift card which is really something more a gift card traditionally is what we give our friends and loved ones as gifts mm-hmm. not as i can't go to my dentist and hand him a gift card i can't go to uh, uh, you know, the tow truck company, when he takes my car away, I'm not giving him. <laughs> right. He doesn't want Victoria's Secret. He does not want my Victoria's Secret gift card. But they don't seem to, there's a disconnect. Uh-huh. It, but when you go back to that notion that chances are pretty good that the folks who have gone through this three times or more are possibly panicked may be in need of financial support so badly that it's worth the try. They're isolated. They may not have family or friends nearby, anybody to talk to, anybody to, like, does this make sense? There's nobody. The So one of the things I forgot to mention was that during the phone call, the person is usually saying to them, do not tell anybody about this mm-hmm. prize. If you tell somebody about the prize, they'll only want to take your winnings. You know when you get your money, they're going to expect you to give them some. 
They give them lots of those reasons not to talk to other people about it. And the other thing that we have found is that oftentimes, it touches back on what you said, Carol, which is these people are hard-pressed and and, hard, and don't have a lot of money anyway. They are, in fact, borrowing money to make these purchases. So they're telling somebody something. They're saying things like, I've got a really good deal going, and if you give me the 200 or the 250 today, I'll be able to pay you back tomorrow or the next day. So they're not saying to people, I've won a prize, give me 250 to buy a gift card. They're saying, I have found something great, but I need to pay for it today. If you'll just loan me the money, I'll have it to give you back tomorrow or the next day. So oftentimes it's not even their money that they're buying the gift cards with. So, so when you really get down to it, they're scamming friends to get to, because to, they're being scammed. Exactly. Wow, that's you know when when you first said people who have been gone through scamming more than once, three times, and I'm sitting there thinking, why would anybody want to lose it three times? But it is really easy. It's very it is very easy. easy to get caught up in the moment. Mm. Okay. So um, the other thing that, that the BBB has developed is something called scam studies, um, which I found on your website. Uh, it provides more in-depth information. Can you give us a little bit of details? When, when would people want to take a look at that? So the scam tracker is compiled at the end of every year. And a report is issued in March. So for 2022, we wrapped it up, and the BBB Institute put out their report encapsulating 2022 in March of 2023. Mm-hmm. And so we have we have these encapsulations going back to March of 2016 to to recap our 2015 year, and they are enlightening, and they are very helpful because it gives you an idea of what scams were out there in the past year, who got scammed, how much money they lost, um, the, the, uh, the ways that people were contacted, men versus women. We, have, we break it down into age ranges. Um, it, we have stories in there where we'll pull out specific stories from individuals who were victims of specific kinds of scams. If one scam appears to like dominate the year, we'll go in depth on that scam and talk about um, how it was perpetrated, um, where it was perpetrated, who, who were the, who the victims were, what saved the people from it if they didn't lose any money to it. All of the uh, reports, all of the information in the BBB scam tracker is shared with law law enforcement, Mm -hmm. the Sentinel. So law enforcement gets to see all of that too, and um, it helps them decide where they want to focus their efforts. It helps BBB decide, determine where we're going to focus our efforts. If any one thing sticks out, then we then we make a big push to do smaller micro studies on something and really go in depth on that. So we have um, the scam tracker risk report is at 
bbbmarketplacetrust.org risk report, and the microsites um, on scam research, scam studies, scam news, and scam tips are all accessed from bbb.org. Okay. Well, it seems important that individuals, especially older adults, have an understanding of what scams are and what they should do to keep themselves safe. Uh, can we talk about um, some tips on things like financial fraud, cybercrime, and other internet scams, uh, how to avoid the social media platform scams? Um, really, I guess overall we're talking about how to stay safe on our computers and phones. So we have some BBB tips for avoiding losing money to financial, cyber, and online scams. And the first one is what we have said since 1954, if it looks too good to be true, it is. (laughs) Um, Price was the top motivating factor for people who made a purchase and lost money. So we always encourage people don't shop on price alone. And specifically where we see a lot of this is MLB jerseys, NFL gear, NHL. Really? All of those clothing items and gear are very expensive. Mm -hmm. Well, they're trademarked. Well, they're the real deal. And if you see somebody's jersey for $10 or $20, you're either not going to get it or it's going to be of really poor quality, uh, very small in size, and, you know, uh, names may be spelled wrong, numbers may be transposed, the fabric is going to be very thin, and you're, you're not going to be happy. And there's no returning this stuff. Um, so, so we try to tell people, stay on the... Stay on the sites that you know and that you trust and don't be lured in by something that says this is going to be half off or 80% off right. or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, be careful uh, purchasing sought-after products, hard-to-find items at great prices. And now we're moving into the concerts and the big game tickets are a perfect example. Um, everybody wants to see Taylor Swift. Well, you go to BBB Scam Tracker and you put in Taylor Swift, you can read lots of ticket scams. Isn't that something? Um, so, so that's why we tell people be very careful if, if it's something that's hard to get or very sought after. Um, Lululemon was, was big for a while where, where people, and that's just another scam word that you can put in and you can read about all the people who have lost money that way. Um, before you buy, invest, or sign up, do your research with a trusted source. And, of course, we say go to BBB.org. We have big, robust business profiles that will help you make uh, purchasing decisions that are in your best interest. Avoid making the quick purchase on social media. 25% of the people who uh, talked to us about being scammed reported that they were targeted while they were browsing social media. Um, use secure and traceable transactions. Uh, don't pay with wire transfer. Don't pay with prepaid money cards. Don't buy with. Don't pay with gift cards or other non-traditional payment methods. BBB encourages you to use your branded credit card. Your branded credit card has safeguards 
built in for you because because you're their customer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that if you were to make a transaction and you paid with your branded credit card, and you either don't receive it or it's of poor quality, you can and the merchant will not help you. You can contact your branded credit mm-hmm. card and say, "I am disputing this purchase," and your branded credit card will help you. This is not true of your debit card. Your bank treats your debit card like cash. They will tell you your debit card is your debit card and that's cash. Your credit card is your credit card. That's where your protections are. Mm-hmm. Um, cash App, Venmo, Zelle, same thing. They will tell you we are cash and we have fine print and warnings that you've agreed to to use mm-hmm. our service that you understand that this is cash, that you know the person that you're giving the money to, and that we're not helping you if you run into trouble. The gift cards will say many times, this gift card is only to play online games, like the Steam cards, like the Google Play cards. Uh, Many gift cards will say, do not share the security number with anybody we will not help you, you know, once that security card but number has been scratched off and you've shared it, that money is gone. But but all of those warnings are, you need a magnifying glass to read them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Use your magnifying glass <laughs> because you, there's no just reading them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, we uh, ask people to be very careful about believing what they see. A lot of people say seeing is believing, and I tend to say believing is seeing mm-hmm. because if you believe that you're seeing a real website or a real email address, then that's what you'll say you'll see. Mm-hmm. So be more cautious. Um, website names can look very similar to a website you're used to. The same goes for uh, email addresses. They're just changing one or two letters, just changing it just enough so that you think you're on the site, but you're not, or that you're getting that email that's legitimate, but it's not. Let's put, you know, two N's at the end of Huntington. Let's put, an, you know, an extra K at the end of, of bank. Let's put uh, two O's in capital one, and your I will read Capital One, but it will it will not be Capital One. And so we tell people just take an extra second to mm-hmm. to re to reread it. Um, we say don't be pressured to make quick decisions because scammers capitalize on the do it now or if you don't do it now, you'll lose it approach. Be skeptical about anybody who reaches out to you unsolicited. You didn't call them to check on a car warranty. So when they call you, if you want to buy a vehicle service contract, just tell them that when you're interested in a vehicle service contract, you will research it on BBB.org and and choose your own vehicle service contract. Um, that's what we tell everybody. If, if an offer comes to you over the phone, do you want to buy life insurance? Do you want to buy a vehicle vehicle? Uh, service contract do you uh, do you want to buy a knee brace or a neck brace do you want to try this or that treatment 
tell them you want to donate to this or that charity, we say, thank you for giving us a call. When I'm ready to make a purchase like that, I'll do my own research and I'll make my own phone call and hang up. And I find that giving people a polite way to hang up a phone call is more effective than when I tell them to just hang up your phone. We still have a lot of polite people in Central Ohio, <laughs> especially our seniors. They were raised to be polite, and they're going to be polite until the end. So making people who, who it is ingrained in them to be polite, um, trying to make them something they're not in their old mm -hmm. age is, sure. is not going to work. Sure. So we have some strategies that we share with, the, with you know, people to say, you don't have to be rude. Just say, I'll make my own purchasing decisions. Thank you and hang up. Mm -hmm. So, Leanne, these episodes always go so fast. You had great information. Um, first, I want to um, make sure that we have contact information from you for our listeners. Uh, just verbalize how to you know get a hold of um, you again, as well as any some last words of wisdom. So we're at bbb.org, and our happy, friendly customer service staff is at 614-486-6336. And BBB wants to wish everyone a safe and happy 4th of July celebration with your family and friends. And with that, we want to remind listeners that the 4th of July causes an increase in lost pets as they tend to scurry away at the sound of fire fireworks. So ideally, keep them in the house or contained in the yard. Get your pet microchipped and, and or attach your phone number to the caller so you can be contacted. If you lose your pet and are placing an ad for it, be sure to only give out essential information. And to avoid being scammed, the BBB suggests you not send money to anyone claiming they have your pet. And if needed, to request a video of your pet to prove that the person has it. Good and point. BBB thanks you very much again. For inviting us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this has been wonderful. Yeah. You know, we started this conversation out saying there is so much we can't cover it in one podcast. But this thank you very much to our guest expert, Leanne Lanigan, Director of Consumer Relations and Investigations with the Better Business Bureau serving Central Ohio for joining us today. Listeners, thank you for joining us and don't forget to check our website at lookingforwardourway.com. We're going to have all the contact information and resources listed for you that we discussed today. So we're looking forward to hearing your feedback on this and all of our podcast episodes.